We're four teaching friends from across the country. Who've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? Surviving those embarrassing teacher moments. Oh, no. (laughs) Hmm, there's so many. Yes. (laughs) Ever have one of those moments? You know. (laughs) You know, one of those, I wish I could just disappear moments. We have all been there. Oh, you're not kidding. I think that my whole life is a bunch, a series of <laughs> laced together with brief interludes of normalcy. <laughs> That's right. And if you haven't been embarrassed yet, just wait. Give it time. <laughs> That's it'll right. happen. It'll Sooner happen. or later. <laughs> Every you have to not take yourself. That? Every teacher has those stories, don't you think? Yes. And you can't take yourself <laughs> too seriously. No, exactly. no, you have to laugh. You just laugh and you and you laugh with the people who are busy laughing at you and you move on. Yeah, you, you just do. enjoy it. You gotta. So yeah, let's talk about this. What are some of the embarrassments that you've weathered over the years? Let's talk about that, ladies. So one of the things that comes to mind is wardrobe malfunctions. Um, (laughs) Oh, my. I have one with my purse. Um, I'll never forget it. I was sitting out on the bench, out on the sidewalk at dismissal, and there were still some kids still waiting to be picked up. And the gym teacher was out there supervising with me. And I had one of these big purse. I'm a big purse girl, okay? And it's the more unstructured the bag, the more I like it. So I had this bag. Sounds like a teacher purse. Yeah. So I set it on the the bench while I'm sitting there waiting because I have to leave right after dismissal. And I knocked the purse off the bench. No. And out. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. I'm the mother of all periods because it flies. Lots oh. of tampons all over the pavement. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm scrambling, right? I'm on my hands and knees trying to pick them up. And then and then the gym teacher who's male is trying. I mean, he he's so kind. And so he bends down to help me. And then he realizes what, <laughs> what he's helping with. What he's helping <laughs> with. And we're both down on the ground scrambling before the kids really notice. And we I look up at him and he looks up at me. My face must have been purple, and he bust out laughing. And oh, what, what am I going to do? I looked at him and I went, "Well, if you don't know by now, I'm <laughs> <with> you." <laughs> and I just scooped them all up out of his hands, crammed them in my purse, and sat back. Oh my gosh! Oh, shut him right up. Yeah. Well, I ha- I have this shoe fetish. Huh? And so when I found shoes that I liked, especially when I was teaching, by the way, in most during most of my teaching career, they would have like three or four inch heels on them. Yeah. But I would buy them black and brown and navy because then they went with everything. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to wear that special pair, I always had the right color, mm-hmm. right? And there were actually more than one morning 
where I um, created a new fashion trend by wearing one black and one navy shoe or one black and one brown. (laughs) Put them on in the dark and head out the door. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yep, done that. And you know what I noticed? Nobody noticed but me. Mm -hmm. Your kids didn't notice? Of course. I'm surprised. Not until I, being who I am, pointed it out to everyone. (laughs) Oh, no, look, my shoes don't fit. <laughs> well, I had I had toilet paper out of coming out of my skirt one day as I walked out of the no, teacher's room. Oh no. And thank God there was a teacher that said, You've got toilet paper in your skirt. <laughs> Everybody so, needs a friend yes, like that. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I would have died if I walked into the classroom. I know, like that. I've done it too. Or or I got home one day and looked in the mirror. And I had this literally this giant clump of oatmeal on my shirt, on my shirt, like almost at my shoulder. Oh, no. It was oh, no. all day a, a black shirt. <laughs> well, and so I, I came to school the next day and I said to my kids, okay, you guys, I went home and looked in the mirror and I found this big blob of oatmeal on my shirt. Oh yeah, I didn't want to tell you. I said, please tell me next time. I walked around like that, and no one said anything. And they, were, I guess, were just too polite. Oh, and then after that, they tell you everything. Right? Of course. Do you know that one eyelash is going the wrong way? Yes. You know, sometimes the embarrassment happens because of other people's reaction to you. Like you haven't done anything really wrong. But you remind them of something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're self-conscious of it, so you figure everybody saw no, it. No, no, no. I mean, no, they can't uh, they uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, for example, <laughs> it was open house, and it was my first open house in my new school district. I'll never forget it. And it was, those were the days of the Monica Lewinsky haircut. You remember that? And I had the long hair and I had this Monica Lewinsky haircut because it did look good on me. Not because I was enamored with Monica, but it did look good. And I had, uh, and then I had on a lime green blazer and I had on a blue skirt. And so I'm up there in front of everyone and I'm, nervous, right? Because I'm brand new to the district. So everyone shows up for the open house to check out the fresh blood that they're, you know, they're, they're <laughs> right, right. And I'm standing up there in front of everyone doing my thing. And after the open house, a parent comes up to me and she, <laughs> we've since become I'm friends. Scared. But at the time she comes up to me and she says, I, I wanted to let you know you have something on your skirt. And I said, what? She said, you have something on your skirt. And I I looked down and I have a white stain on my blue skirt. And I have this Monica Lewinsky hair going out, which explains why one corner of the room had the giggles. They had the giggles and I couldn't. Oh, we're looking no. here at our very own Monica. Oh, and here I am. And I did. I had a white stain. No, it wasn't that. But, <laughs> but, it was blue, oh but I had a white stain on my skirt and they were laughing. Oh, my gosh. That was my first open house in my school district. <laughs> well, that was Fun. nice of the parent to tell you. Yes. Yes. Do you know, I once walked down the hall 
behind the teacher next door. We were coming back after lunch to our rooms. And she had her skirt and her slip <laughs> tucked into the top of her pantyhose. Yes. Oh, I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I scooted up behind her so fast. And I was like, just, I don't say anything. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. Don't say anything. And got it, got her into the room. And I said, check out the back of your skirt. Oh <laughs> so, I mean, she was just like all yeah. exposed in the hall. Oh, with that, thing. that was awful. You know, sometimes our embarrassment comes because of the slip of a tongue, right? An awkward or inappropriate thing that we've said. Uh, I, I, for one, am never awkward or inappropriate. No, of course. <laughs> oh, me neither. Oh, I step in piles of it every once in a while. We all have stories like that. Let's talk about those stories. Well, I um, would mix up some names and it seems like it would be the same names that I mixed up mm-hmm. all the time. And the kids yeah. are yelling out, you know, yeah, they, they yell do. at you, <laughs> you know, that's not my name. Don't you remember right. my name? <laughs> of get course. Mm-hmm. But, and, and just one other time, I, I forget exactly what happened, but I almost said, oh shit. And then I just <gasps> shut my mouth up and, you know, there were some chuckles and giggles around. Oh my and, gosh. I know. <laughs> At least they're oh, sixth grade, not babies. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know when I first moved to Michigan and I had my Pennsylvania Pittsburgh accent, which comes back from time to time, and I'm proud of it. Um, I was subbing and I was giving a fifth grade class their spelling test, and they were, I think, pretending to not understand any of oh, no. the words. It's your weird accent. I can't understand a thing you're saying. I said, I don't have an accent. You have an accent. And they said, different kids, you know, coming up with this. No, no, we don't have an accent. The newscasters all sound like the us. Newscast- I said, yeah, your, your newscasters right here <laughs> sound like you. Mine sound like oh, me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was a battle. <laughs> I think I might have told you guys this story before, but I had one time I was teaching second grade one year, and um, it was a whole geometry lesson I was doing, and all of these um, credential students came in to observe along with their professors, mm-hmm. and about 30 minutes or so into the, like literally a long time into the lesson, it dawned on me, I was saying the wrong word over and over, like calling, uh, calling (laughs) a shape something else that it wasn't. And finally I, but I didn't know what else to do. So I stopped myself and to the class, I apologized. I said, Oh my goodness, you guys, I, I've been saying the wrong word all the time. I don't know what it is. And one of the kids of course says, I was wondering if that was a you know, trapezoid or whatever it was. And later after we debriefed with the student teachers who were all there, the credentialing students, I said, I'm so embarrassed. You know, I couldn't believe it. And, and once one teacher said, Oh, that's okay. That's so funny to see you make mistakes too, because I thought the whole time that I didn't know what that shape was called. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That's so funny. They assumed they were wrong and you were wrong. (laughs) And it's important to be able to just get up there and say it. 
Yeah, Look, I made a mistake. I, I that wrong. But you know, right. I think it can yeah. be a model for our kids. I, I'm, I'm a constantly a model for my kids. I, <laughs> you know, we all read upside down and backwards as teachers. And I was teaching a small math group, and I had a small whiteboard and a marker, and I was writing upside down. I was doing um, partial quotient, long division, upside down. Ooh, well, yeah, and I frequently write upside down, but but here's the thing. While I was doing it, sometimes when I have to look at something upside down like that and write it right side up, my brain also will switch things left to right. So I got so befuddled and the kids are all sitting there looking. And of course, it's it's always the one who is so anal about everything being perfect, right? (laughs) Your job is to be a model for us. I wanted to put a marker at him. But instead, I said... You're right. It is. And right now I'm modeling flexibility and that sometimes (laughs) mathematicians make mistakes, but they don't throw their marker up in the air and walk away. They go back to the drawing board and rethink their, their work. Like, oh, that little turn. (laughs) Like, yes, yes. And now they know me well enough. They sit there when I'm writing upside down and wait for it. Wait for it. (laughs) You did it again, Miss Willis. (laughs) So go ahead, Deanne. Well, I I was just going to say, there's also a game you could play, you know, find the mistakes that the teacher makes and make a little mark on the board when they find it. Although some of the, some days I don't want to be reminded <laughs> yeah i can recall true, some true. kids who would make that oh their new full-time job deanne oh, you're right guys you're right <laughs> this is true okay, so we've covered wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions we've covered stuff that we say around students let's talk about embarrassing moments we've had in front of students or even worse like parents specifically embarrassing moments we've had with them Well, this didn't happen to me, but I remember a colleague telling me about one of her embarrassing moments in front of a parent is she was going over the report card in the parent conference and literally got through the entire conference before the parent said to her, that's not my child's report card. Oh, and she looked at the top. Oh, she looked at the top and said, "Oh my goodness!" But it had been talking along, you know, as if oh. she knew the stuff. And, but ever her, since her then, child. I've been so paranoid that I'm so careful about checking everything before oh, talking yeah. to a parent. Yeah, I had something similar, but maybe not not that close to it. But I think it fits here. I had a kid who was like really stiff and timid and, um, you know, like kind of afraid to do Mm -hmm. anything that wasn't perfect. And I caught him with a paper airplane about to throw it across Uh. the room. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. You know, but I took it from him and I just put it in my pocket and I didn't say anything. And I felt it was a cause yeah. for celebration because it kind of <laughs> loosened up a little, mm-hmm. meaning he felt comfortable there. I loved this kid. Well, I got to his conference that afternoon and I had the paper airplane in my pocket. 
And I, I guess I should not have pulled it out, but I was right. like ready to celebrate, right? I pulled it out and I said that I caught him with this paper airplane earlier today. Can you imagine? The mother oh. got so angry. She said, you just oh, did that to what? embarrass him. And what? she hates me to this day, I think. The kid's probably 40 but years you know old. What? That's a she window into why me. that child was that way. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, she uh-huh. really she really overreacted. And I and, and I even tried to explain, wait, mm-hmm. I found this a celebration because she she was like all oh, huffy oh. and the conference was over. Oh, oh. well I have yeah. one. I yeah. um about uh over a year well almost it'll be two years next November, I stood on a chair in our library and fell off the chair onto the floor on my tailbone and had a radial head fracture on my arm. And so I laid there for five minutes trying to catch my breath. Right. And I was in an insane amount of pain. And another teacher walks in the, the library and helps me make my way down to the office. I couldn't stand. It was awful. I get to the office and at this point I'm like out of my head with pain. I can't even mask a reaction. I am sobbing uncontrollably. And um, the secretary says to me, because my contact person, my emergency contact person was out of town. The secretary says to me, we can call 911 and get you an ambulance. Or is there someone else who can take you to the, to the hospital? And I'm standing there going, oh, my God, no, no, not, no. You so don't want an ambulance one to pull of the up parents in front of the yeah. um, that I'd had her son, and she, you know, we'd gotten to know each other because she'd volunteered for me. She said, I'll take you. And so I said, are you sure? And she said, yes. So we, she took me to the hospital. Now, the embarrassing part is this. I get there, and they won't, I'm, I'm in triage, and they won't, the nurse won't help me. And I'm standing, I, I can't lift my arm. I'm supposed to get this hospital gown on. My arm oh. will not move. It's insanely, I, I can't even begin to describe the pain because of the tail, everything. I can't get my shirt off. I had to have the parent help me. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I was going to die. Oh. oh, my. She was so kind. But inside, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, at least she's a mom. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. good it wasn't a dad. Not even. I don't know if we recovered. Well, <laughs> uh, right, guys, oh. let's talk about it. What's your number one tip for calmly getting past these embarrassing happenings? Lead us off, Deanne. All right. Um, I guess mine is just to laugh, be able to laugh at yourself with everybody else. And you could always just kind of pretend that you meant for it to be that way anyway. What are you laughing at? (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's it's good for kids to see their teachers as human. You know, it's like, oh, well. Yeah. 
And I think too, that's my tip too, is that especially when it's in front of kids, it's important for them to see that you mess up, you make mistakes like everyone else, because what you're modeling is how to recover because you know, they're going to have lots of moments like that themselves. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And find the humor in everything. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of we teach so hard. Make sure that you check out our show notes. Give us a shout out, a rating on iTunes if you like what you hear. Um, join us next week. We're going to be talking about encouragement for surviving the end of the year fatigue. We have lots of great tips for you. Be sure to check out our blogs. And thanks for teaching so hard. See you later. Bye.